0: Log Talk Radio. Well, praise the Lord, everybody, and welcome again to Anointed and Appointed Word Ministries with Brother Norman Woodard. I am Brother Norman, and I'll be sharing an anointed and appointed word that will change, challenge, and charge your character to make an impact in this world for the kingdom of God and our Father in heaven. I'd like to send special thanks to Bishop Stephen and Ann Butterfield who allows me to come before you every Saturday morning and break bread with you. Amen? They have a program which comes on every Saturday evenings at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And the name of their program is Turn On The Light Broadcast. Turn On The Light Broadcast with Bishop Stephen and Ann Butterfield, which comes on every Saturday evenings at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. They're also the assistant pastors at Light of the World Christian Tabernacle International in Stockbridge, Georgia. Where the leaders are Archbishop Ruth W. Smith, who is also the co-founder and the senior pastor, is Pastor Oshabar Hartman, with his wife, Lady E. Hartman. They have services every Sunday morning, beginning at 9 a.m. with Sunday school, and 10 a.m. begins their worship service. They have Bible studies every Wednesday, actually every Wednesday at noon, Eastern Standard Time. You can call into this number, 917-388-4161, and listen to their Bible study live. They also have Bible studies at their locations every Wednesday evenings at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's Light of the World, Christian Tabernacle International in Stockbridge, Georgia. You can catch them on Facebook, YouTube, and their website is comingtothelight.org. That's comingtothelight.org. Well, thank you once again for calling in. Before we get into the Word, we're going to hear a
1: song. Amen. feeling really? Thank you.
0: Something has to break. Whatever you're facing, whatever you're going through, whatever your struggle is, it's only temporary. It's only for a season. But something has. To break. That's where we get the word breakthrough from. Keep praying. Keep believing. Keep trusting. Keep standing on the word of God. And eventually. Something has. To break. Glory to God. I don't know about you but. I sense a breaking, I sense a breakthrough, hallelujah, I sense a victory, you can sense it because of the pressure, that pressure is a confirmation that you're about to get your breakthrough, glory to God. Hallelujah. Well, thank you once again for calling in. We're going to go ahead and get into the word, amen. Coming out of the book of Ephesians. Ephesians, the second chapter. We're going to start at verse 11. Ephesians, the second chapter. Starting at verse Eleven and it reads Wherefore remember that ye being in time past Gentiles in the flesh who are called uncircumcision by that which is called the circumcision in the flesh made by hands that at that time ye were without christ being aliens from the commonwealth of israel and strangers from the covenants of promise having no hope and without god in the world but now in christ ye who sometimes were off Are made nigh by the blood of Christ. Peace. Glory to God. Somebody need to hear that this morning. For he. Is our peace. Who has made both one. And has broken down the middle wall. Of partition between us. Having abolished. In his flesh. The enmity even the law of commandments contained in ordinances, for to make in himself a plain one new man, so making peace, and that he might reconcile both unto God in one body by the cross, having slain the enmity thereby, and came and preached peace to you which were afar off and to them that were not. For through him we both have access by one Spirit unto the Father. Now therefore ye are no more strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and of the household of God, and are built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the head in whom all the building fitly framed together groweth unto an holy temple in the Lord, in whom ye also are builded together for an habitation of God through the Spirit. I'm going to read verse 18 again. For through him we both have access by one Spirit unto the Father. The title of the message this morning is equal access, equal access. Let us pray. Father, we thank you, Lord, once again for watching over us as we lay down the rest before you. Thank you for charging your angels to be encamped around about us, protecting us and keeping us in their care, Father fighting off all the fiery darts of the enemy. And thank you, Father, for waking us up this morning to see another glorious day that you have made. For we shall rejoice and be glad in it, Father. Thank you for your new mercies that came with this day, God, your all-sufficient grace. And, Father, thank you for your word, your word that saves, your word that heals, Your word that delivers. Your word that sets free all those who are bound and captive in what we call sin. Thank you, Father, for your son, Jesus, who you sent to be the propitiation for our sins. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father, for allowing Jesus to go to the cross for us. And to die on the cross, Father. Thank you, Father, for Even allowing Jesus to go to hell for us, God. But he went on a mission to take the keys of hell from Satan. Stripping him of all of his power. And thank you, Father, for raising Jesus up on the third day. With all power in his hands, Father. And Father, thank you for receiving Jesus into heaven. With its sinless, precious, conquering blood. Thank you, Father, for sending us Holy Spirit to be our guide, our teacher, our comforter, our friend. Thank you for you, Father. Almighty God, our Father creator of all things, Father. And now, Father, we receive your word. Help us to apply to our lives, to make it personal, Father, that we may live to glorify you. We thank you and we praise you. In the mighty name of Jesus, Amen. Amen. Equal access. Access access is permission, liberty, or ability to enter, approach, or pass to and from a place, or to approach or communicate with a person or thing. We said it again. Access is permission, liberty or ability to enter, approach, or pass to and from a place or to approach or communicate with a person or thing. Access is also freedom or ability to obtain or make use of something. The freedom or ability to obtain Or make use of something. Let's look at Hebrews, the fourth chapter. Hebrews, the fourth chapter. I'm going to start at verse 14. Hebrews, fourth chapter, verse 14. And it reads. And so it says, then that we have a great high priest that is passed into the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our profession, for we have not an high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities, but was in all points. Tempted, like as we are, yet without sin. Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. That was the King James Version. Let me me read it in the Amplified Bible. Hebrews 4 chapter, 14 through 16 verse in the Amplified Bible. And it reads, Inasmuch then as we have a great high priest who has already ascended and passed through the heavens, Jesus the Son of God, let us hold fast our confession of faith in him. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to understand and sympathize and have a shared feeling with our weaknesses and infirmities and liability to the assaults of temptation, but one who has been tempted in every respect as we are, yet without sinning. Let us then fearlessly And confidently and boldly draw near to the throne of grace, the throne of God's unmerited favor, that we may receive mercy for our failures and find grace to help in good time for every need, appropriate help, and well-timed help coming just when we need it. some people say he's he may not come when you want it. always right on time coming just when we need it it says that that Jesus he is unable to understand so so we, we 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 have a high priest who is who is who is not unable to understand and sympathize and have a shared feeling with our weakness and our infirmities and liability to the assaults of temptation but one who has been tempted in every respect as we are yet without sinning so there's there's nothing that we can face there's nothing that that we can go through that jesus hasn't already experienced it says that that he he understands and and he he sympathizes with us And he he shares the same feeling because of what he went through. He went through what he went through as a human being. That's why I said that, that he was made like us so that he could go through what he went through. Let's look at Ephesians 2.18. I want to point something out. Ephesians 2.18. Ephesians 2.18. And it reads, For through him we both have access by one spirit unto the Father. It says through him, him being Jesus, we have access by one spirit. And the word spirit is capitalized, meaning Holy Spirit, unto the Father, who is God. So so in this in this verse, we see Jesus, who is the Son of God. We see Holy Spirit, and we see God the Father. That's called the Trinity. A lot of people don't believe in the Trinity. But let's go to 1 John 5 and 7. 1 John 5 and 7. And it reads, for there are three that bear record in heaven. The Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost and these three are one now when it when it says the Father is talking about God the Word is talking about Jesus because in Saint John one and one it says in the beginning was the Word and the Word was with God and the word was God and then in verse 14 in St. John 1 it says that that word became flesh whom we know to be the only begotten son of God who is Jesus so the word is Jesus, and then it says the Holy Ghost, who is another name for Holy Spirit. And it says these three are one. So so there, so there we see the Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. I want to mention that because... Even though these are are, 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 are three distinct persons, but they're all one. They're all in unity. Unity is a condition of harmony, core, that they're all in one accord. Just wanted to point that out. Even though there are three distinct persons, the Father the Son and the Holy Ghost they're all one they're all in unity now let's go to Ephesians third chapter Ephesians third chapter starting at verse ten ephesians three verse ten it says to the intent that now until the principalities and powers in heavenly places might be known by the church the manifold wisdom of God according to the eternal purpose which he purposed in Christ Jesus our Lord in whom we have boldness and access with confidence By the faith of him. The the, the same faith that Jesus had. The same boldness that Jesus had. The same access that Jesus had. It says we have the same boldness The same access, the same confidence by the faith of him, by the faith of Jesus. We have access. Let's look at, we're going to stay in Ephesians. Ephesians 2nd chapter, verse 16. 2nd chapter, verse 16. And he reads, and that he might reconcile both unto God. Let's let's start at verse 14. Verse 14 says, for he is our peace who hath made both one and hath broken down the middle wall of petition between us. See, right there, It says that that he has made both one, both one, and has broken down the middle wall of petition between us. There's no barrier now. There's nothing that's separating us. having abolished in his flesh the enmity even the law of commandments contained in ordinances for to make in himself of twain one new man see that making of twain of, of two one new man so making peace and that he might reconcile both Unto God in one body by the cross, having slain the enmity thereby, and came and preached peace to you, which were afar off, and to them that were not so so he, he he's talking to 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 one particular people, but he's also talking about another particular people he says he says jesus came and preached peace to you which were afar off and to them that were not for through him through jesus we both we both those that were afar off and those that were not We both have access by one spirit unto the Father. Listen to that. We both have access. We're no longer twain. We're no longer two, but we're one in unity. On one accord. In harmony. With each other. I'm going to read that in the message translation. Verses 16 through 18. Listen to this. It says. Christ brought us together. Through his death. On the cross. The cross got us. To embrace and that was the end of the hostility. Christ came and preached peace to you outsiders and peace to us insiders. He treated us as equals and so made us equals. Through him we have through him we both share the same spirit and have equal access to the Father. That, that's where the title came from. It says, through him, we both share the same spirit and have equal access to the Father. We both have equal access. Those who were afar of off and those who were near. See, Jesus came. He came to to introduce himself to the Jews. But because they rejected him, he opened it up to us. He 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 offered that same opportunity of salvation to us that's that's why it says in St. John 3 and 16 says for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life whosoever Ever not not just the Jews, but whosoever he gave everybody the opportunity to receive salvation see in in the in the in the, in the Jews culture. you're either a Jew or a Gentile. A Gentile is anybody who's not a Jew. Anybody who is not a Jew, they're called Gentiles. But now, in Christ, Through what he did, we both, Jews and Gentiles, access to the throne of grace. Equal. Equal means to be like in quality to be like in nature or to be like in status. The biggest issue that people have is an identity crisis. The biggest issue that people have is identity crisis. A lot of people don't know who they are. It says equal means like in quality, like in nature, like in status. It means the same. Let's look at something. Psalms eight chapter. Psalms eight chapter. This 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 is a conversation between between an angel and God. Psalms eight chapter in verse in verse three. Let's start at verse three. And it reads, when I consider thy heavens, the work of thy fingers, this, this, this is what, what the angel is saying to God. It says, when I consider the heavens, the work of thy fingers, the moon and the stars, which thou hast ordained, what is man? He said, I I, I understand what the moon is. I know know what the stars are. I, 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 I understand those two things. But what is man that thou art mindful of him, and the son of man that thou visitest him? says, what is man? What what is this? New creation. And the son of man, who is Jesus, that you use to visit him. For thou hast made him a little lower than the angels and has crowned him with glory and honor. Thou madest him to have dominion over the works of thy hands. Thou has put all things under his feet. This is what the angel is asking God. What is man that that, that thou has given him all of this power, this this dominion, this this authority, says, says says you have made him a little lower than the angels. Now this word angels in the in the in the in the Hebrew, this word angels in the Hebrew means God, means Almighty. So so when we read it in that sense, it says, for thou has made him a little lower than God, a little lower than the the Almighty. He's saying, God, you have made this, this man a little lower than you. What is man? And so the the, the, the the same quality the same nature or the same status of God of Almighty God we have. And, and we 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 see it in Genesis, the the first chapter, when 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 God said, "Let us make man in our image, after our likeness." Now, who is that? ours? Going back to the Trinity, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, unity, in harmony, as one, God said, let us make man in our image. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. Listen to that. In the image of God created he him. That's that like in quality. And let them have Dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping, creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. Dominion. Authority. We have the same quality and the same nature, the same status as God. Let me show you. Let's 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 look at. Let's look at Philippians. Philippians, the second chapter. Philippians the second chapter, starting at verse five, and it reads, "Let this mind be in you. This mind, let let, let this mind be in you. Actually, let's, let let let's go up to verse one." Philippians second chapter verse one says, "If there be therefore any consolation in Christ, if any comfort of love, if any fellowship of the any vows and mercies, fulfil ye my joy that ye be like-minded, having the same love." being of one, of course, of one mind. That, that's that unity. Let nothing be done through strife or vain glory, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem other better than themselves. Verse 5 says, let this mind be in you. Which was also in Christ Jesus. So 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 he he's telling us to have the same mind as Jesus had, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men. Listen to that. And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Wherefore God also hath highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of the Father. So, so that 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 same exaltation, that 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 same position, that same status that Jesus has, we also have. Being equal, like in quality, in nature. In status being the same,
1: that we are.
0: I want to look at Ephesians two. 16 and 18, again in the message. And it reads, Christ brought us together through his death. Now, remember the the title of the message last week was going through death. Jesus went through death. Christ brought us together through his death on the cross. The cross got us to embrace, and that was the end of the hostility. Christ came and preached peace to you outsiders and peace to us insiders. Us. He treated us as equals and so made us equals. Through him, we both share the same spirit and have equal access to the Father. That, that's why Jesus came, so that he would join us together, make us equal. I'm talking about us, meaning human beings, and him, meaning Jesus. He, he brought us together, made us equal, having the same access, equal access to the Father. Now let's go to Hebrews. Hebrews 2nd chapter. Starting at verse 9. Hebrews 2nd chapter, starting at verse 9. It says, But we see Jesus, who was made a little lower than the angels for the suffering of death. We, 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 We just saw. We just saw what that meant. Crowned with glory and honor that he, by the grace of God, should taste death for every man. Listen to that. Try to visualize that. He tasted death. For it became him, for whom all things, and by whom are all things, and bringing many sons unto glory. Now, now we, we've explained that that the word sons, because it's, it's, it's through Jesus' body. But that includes male and female. But Jesus being the son of God, you have to think spiritually. Being the son of God, reproduced more sons. Because there's neither male nor female in Christ Jesus. We're all one. We're all the same. We're in unity in Christ Jesus. It says, bringing sons unto glory to make the captain of their salvation perfect through sufferings. For both he that sanctified and they who are sanctified are all of one. Listen to that. Both he that sanctified and they who are sanctified are all of one unity for which cause he is not ashamed to call them brethren. Says he's not ashamed to call them brethren who are one and the same as he is, who is joined together with him who 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 have accepted him as their Lord and Savior because if 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 any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. all things are passed away. All things have become new, a new creature in Christ Jesus, saying, I will declare thy name unto my brethren. In the midst of the church will I sing praise unto thee. Let's look at this in the Amplified Bible. Hebrews 2. In the Amplified Bible. I'm going to start at, at, at verse 11. It says, actually, actually we'll start at verse 9 says, but we are able to see Jesus who was ranked lower than the angels for a little while, crowned with glory and honor because of his having suffered death in order that by the grace, unmerited favor of God to us sinners, he might experience death every individual he experienced death for every individual for it was an act worthy of god and fitting to the divine nature same quality same nature that he for whose sake and by whom all things have their existence, him we live and move and have our being. And bringing many sons into glory should make the pioneer of their salvation perfect, should bring to maturity the human experience necessary to be perfectly equipped for his office as high priest through suffering. Now, those those who know me know that the word perfect does not mean without sin. Perfect does Perfect does not mean sinless. Perfect means to be complete, to be whole, to be mature. That's what perfect means. Nothing missing, nothing lacking. For both he who sanctifies, making men holy, and those who are sanctified all have one Father, for this reason, he is not ashamed to call them brethren. For he says, I will declare your, the Father's name, to my brethren. In the midst of the worshiping congregation, I will sing hymns of praise to you. And again, he says, my trust and assured sure reliance and confident hope shall be fixed in him. And yet again, here I am, I and the children whom God has given me, being one, being in unity, being the same. Since therefore these his children share in flesh and blood, in the physical nature, of human beings, he himself, in a similar manner, partook of the same nature, and by going through death, there it is, he went through death, he might bring to naught, and make of no effect, him who had the power of death, that is, the devil. And also, that he might deliver and completely set free all those who through the haunting fear of death were held in bondage throughout the whole course of their lives. For as we all know, he, Christ, did not take hold of angels, the fallen angels, to give them a helping and delivering hand. But he did take hold of the falling descendant of Abraham to reach out to them a helping and delivering hand. He was sent to the angels. He was sent to man, to, to, to the human being through the fall of Adam through sin. So it is evident that it was essential that he be made like his brethren in every respect in order that he might become a merciful, sympathetic, and faithful high priest in the things related to God to make atonement and propitiation for the people's sins. For because he himself in his humanity has suffered in being tempted, tested, and tried, he is able immediately to run to the cry of, assist, relieve those who are being tempted and tested and tried, and who therefore are being exposed to suffering so 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 this is what jesus did he he embraced death, he embraced death he 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 entered. Into death. He experienced. Death. He endured. Death. Ended. Death. Let me show you. First John. Fifth chapter. 1 John, 5th chapter, 1 John, 5th chapter, verse 6, and it reads, Jesus, the divine Christ, he experienced a life-giving birth and a death-killing death. Listen to that. Spirit, a life-giving birth and a death-killing death. Not only birth from the womb, but baptismal birth of his ministry and sacrificial death. And all the while, the Spirit is confirming the truth The reality of God's presence at Jesus' baptism and crucifixion, bringing those occasions alive for us. A triple testimony. The spirit, the baptism, the crucifixion, and the three in perfect agreement. So Jesus came. He embraced death. It says that that he, he, he took it upon himself. He entered death through the cross. He experienced death. By going to the grave. And he endured death by being raised up from the grave. And then he ended death. He destroyed it. Conquered it. He defeated it. Jesus put death to death. Listen to that. Jesus put death to death. That's what he did. He came that we might have life. And that we might have it more abundantly. Jesus came to put death to death. We have equal access to the Father. what Jesus did. We're no longer separate, but equal. We're one in the same. That's who we are. Go am going to end with this. 1 Corinthians 15. First Corinthians 15th chapter Verse 55 Actually Let's start in Verse 51 It says Behold I show you a mystery We shall not all sleep but we shall all be changed. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump, for the trumpet shall sound and the dead shall be raised, incorruptible, and we shall be changed. For this corruptible must put on incorruption, and this mortal must put on immortality. So when this corruptible shall have put on incorruption, and this mortal shall have put on immortality, then shall he then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written Death is swallowed up. In victory listen to that death is swallowed up in victory now now we, we, we read earlier where it said Jesus tasted death glory to God he tasted death but he didn't just taste it he swallowed it glory to God that death is swallowed up in victory. O death, where is thy sting? O grave, where is thy victory? The city of the sting of death is sin, and the strength of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus. Christ Jesus put death to death and now we have equal access to heaven Father thank you thank you for your son Jesus hallelujah Thank you, Father, for sending him to taste death, to embrace, to experience death, to to enter death, to endure death, and to end death by swallowing it up in victory. We thank you and we praise you in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Equal access. You're like in quality, like in nature, like in status. Equal. The same. Jesus Christ and because of that you have equal access to the Father love you God bless you talk to you next week anointed and appointed word ministries with Brother Norman Woodard